0: Greetings from the fifth dimension and beyond. Welcome. Local 666 269 podcast. Special 420 edition. I'm going to talk about some dark desires tonight. It's the very least that we can do to celebrate a holiday that shouldn't really offend anybody. If you're afraid of the devil's lettuce, just say you're basic. (laughs) All right. Our thanks, of course, to White Bat Audio, royalty-free background music, YouTube, Check it out there. Cyberpunk. Synthwave mix. Can't get enough of this stuff. Especially when you're going to sit down and have a conversation about dark desires. What are dark desires? I suppose it's like beauty. It's in the eye of the beholder. If we think about our desires like sexuality in the form of a scale, then there's a lot of room on that spectrum to see how dark you want to get. Maybe it's uh, just dipping your toe in, keeping the other hand on the light. In my experience. Most people are willing to go down the rabbit hole, especially if you've got a nice place to play, where you create another world. And here in the fifth dimension, that's all possible. It's only about fuck yeah energy here. And so, if you're not feeling the fuck-yeah energy when you get involved with something, turn around. It's not for you. You've got to be as authentic as possible. And so, those dark desires on that scale turn into a slippery slope sometimes. You know the feeling. I'll give you an example of what I've learned the last week or so as I've been gathering up items for playtime. You know, you got to show off a little bit, right? I had seen some stuff related to Kind of DIY kink toys, which for me is kind of a turn-on, and I'll tell you why. All those years in China, I worked with uh, several different companies that manufactured adult novelties, mostly for quality control for large buyers, uh, would make uh, large orders for chain of uh, adult stores here in the States. And so I know how much those things actually cost versus what most of you are paying for them, retail or online. And as horny as I am, <laughs> I don't like spending extra money on shit when I know what the value is. And so DIY makes a lot more sense to me. And plus it's fun. It's just awesome to let your imagination run wild when you're out and about with your dark desires. You start to look at the world a lot differently. Everything sort of becomes part of playtime. You begin to look at things differently. You begin to look at people differently. You begin to act differently. Because it's there, like a splinter in your mind. It's kind of like the mask behind the man behind the mask. Or the woman in some cases. Or in between, I suppose. You go about your errands and uh, maybe you're just doing your daily shopping and You look over and you see something and think, wow, that'd make a hell of a paddle. (laughs) Or, hmm, I didn't realize they sell paracord here. (laughs) I know. I brought this up before, and a lot of the comments that I got were produce-related. And I said, well, you know, this is an animal house. (laughs) So, yeah, the DIY kingster, essentially, she pulled some stuff out of her kitchen and she said, you know, she's going to use it for playtime. And she pulled out some bamboo skewers, which I thought was interesting. She wrapped them up and, you know, made a little just a little kind of rattan cane, I suppose. Um, And, you know, it's got little points on there. So it's kind of very tactile and scratchy and itchy. Fucking feels fantastic, to be honest with you. So lucky me, I was in the, uh, believe it or not, the D tree. <laughs> I guess it's the D the D quarter tree now because it's, uh, you know, not a D anymore, right? So it's a D and a quarter. And I looked over and in their picnic session was three-foot bamboo skewers, you know, like six in a pack or something, So of course, I bought three or four packs. Brought them home, tied them up, banded them, made a nice rattan cane. Feels good. Sounds good. It's perfect for impact play if somebody's into that. I cannot wait. I've got to be honest with you. As a switch. I, I can't stop beating my own ass with it. <laughs> it feels that good. Um, yeah. And so... As I got up to the counter, there was uh, a couple there. Eh, you know, a Butch and a femme and the gal working by the counter. You know, and they're very curious about you know what I had on the belt there, which is which is something that's happened to me quite often. I mean, it used to be kind of a game I would play, of of what sort of items could I pick up from a store and try to check out and and see what reaction I could get out of the uh, cashier or whatever else. You know, it's an old windup. Anyway, so they asked about the skewers. They said, you know, what are you going to do with those? And I said, well, it's uh, it's for a project. And that, I, of course, made them more curious. It's my experience that, you know, you don't have to reveal everything unless it's online, right? <laughs> anyway, um, I said, well, you know, it's uh, it's for nighttime fun. And that, of course, only made them more curious. I said, well, I uh, think Fifty Shades of Grey. And you should have seen them roll over. I mean. The tongues were wagging. They wanted to know this and that. I didn't realize, you know, being gone for so long, that it it was uh, as sort of popular uh, among people here. You know, I thought it was kind of a, you know, the usual homogenization of a of a a genre to, to turn into a commodity of some kind and make a buck. And I guess they're doing another one, right? Sequel, whatever. You know, it's not really my thing per se, but. I get it, and I think a lot of women get it too. Maybe they don't actually get the actual activity, but you know, the fantasy of the book and so forth. Um, the girl behind the counter was, I'd say, visibly turned on. She was asking those kind of questions and, and using that kind of body language that indicated she was she was really going for it in her mind. And she's she just kept saying, "My imagination's running wild," you know, and. Um, I found that really flattering, to be honest with you. So I, I didn't say too much. I wanted to have her enjoy the moment. And so I didn't give her too many details for the coordinates because obviously whatever the fuck I was doing with that shit was probably way more interesting than the actual reality. Um, to a certain extent, of course. You know, the mind is a primary sex organ we're Homo sapiens. It's a good place to start fucking somebody. <laughs> you start in their ear holes, just like I'm doing right now. Uh, a little bit of oral pleasure and with A U R, right? <laughs> Instead of O R. Um so uh anyway, so I I let her smolder, of course. Right. You know, I y I wanna be I wanna be polite, I wanna be considerate, I wanna be kind. I want to be nice until," said <laughs> the spider to the fly, um, which brings us to consent, of course. right and, and and the lines are blurry, of course, for multiple reasons because of the kind of society that we're living in uh, currently. But in the fifth dimension, it's important to make sure that consent is granted. Because things are a lot more intense and powerful when it comes to wanting something, not wanting something, and consent is a big part of that. And so, uh, I think I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get like a, uh, what do you call it? Not not so much an NDA per se, but definitely something on record. Whether it's just a guest book that says, hey, when you come here to play, you are giving consent. And here is your safe word. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. This is all, this is all delusional, maladapted uh, ideas of fantasy. I'm probably sure that the conversation that actually happened uh, might be a few notches down from what I'm hyping it up to be, but it still was fun. And and it seems to be synchronistic lately. Uh, Again, having that energy when you start living your life in its utmost authenticity. I mean, I'm not talking about being raw as a cob. I'm, I'm talking about being true to who you are in your values. And man, once I reset that that thermostat for me, it's made all the difference quickly. All of a sudden, I'm surrounded by wonderful, beautiful people and want to engage with me. And I'm sure they were there the whole time. But sometimes we fuck our own minds and our minds get fucked up. But once you start seeing clear and you're being authentic, and especially if you're here with us in the fifth dimension, that means that you've had a chance to do things differently. So I returned to the store uh, a day or so later and she was working in the aisle stocking and I just kind of leaned over and said, Hey, uh, so how'd your imagination work out? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And, you know, it's like poker, right? Call and raise. She said, oh, it was great. Worked it all out in the bathtub. <laughs> I said, well, thank you. I said, guess whose imagination's now working overtime, right? It would be mine in this case. So, check and mate, I suppose. <laughs> ah, it just... It's just fabulous. It really is. For so long, I have restrained parts of myself. Uh, I should rephrase that if we're talking about bondage. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, restraining yourself. <laughs> um What I'm saying is that if you have desires, you should act on them, if they're not going to harm anybody, unless they give you consent. (laughs) We've got to just knock off all of the crap that's going on, all this superficial nonsense going through the motions We know what we want. Go for it. That's that fuck yeah energy in the fifth dimension. That's what I'm saying. If it doesn't feel like fuck yeah, I want to do this. Fuck yeah, I'm going there. Fuck yeah, I want to hang out. Fuck yeah, I want to do that. I'm not doing it. People say that's selfish. People might say that's rude or arrogant. That's people. And I'm not people. Not me. And so on this scale of dark desire over the years, I've gotten a bit more extreme. I'm sure that it was probably always there for whatever reason. You know, trying to think back. I was trying to analyze my behavior growing up and trying to figure out when, when did it kick in? When did it happen? When did the, the other side, the dark self, the dark passenger. When, when did they merge? When did they decide that regular old in and out to chump pump ain't going to cut it anymore. And on average, it takes a woman 20 minutes to get where she needs to go. And so, uh, I can understand the frustration. (laughs) And if you're threatened by toys in the bedroom, that's on you. That's not on them. Toys are just team members. That's it. You're still the, the star player. You're still the VIP. Toy can't do anything unless it's got an operator. So enjoy it. Don't be afraid of it. Everything's possible in the fifth dimension. All bets are off. We know that. We spent the last fucking three years living like troglodytes, holed up in basements and wearing masks and, you know, afraid to go out and do things. And a lot of us got our asses kicked by the economy and so forth. And, you know, now shit's kicking off in uh, Europe. We don't know what the fuck's going to happen. And I would say that it's just going to continue to get weirder and stranger as we accelerate into the future. So enjoy yourself. If you've got dark desires, explore them. Safely, of course. Do a little research. Talk to people. Make a connection. Find somebody who could guide you. Mentor you. And give you the support that you need to get through this. And if it's not for you, okay, walk away from it. At least you tried. Sometimes you never know until you get there. It's an amazing experience. It really is. People can be critical sometimes. That's on them. A lot of times it's just sheer jealousy. In the sense that they wish they had the stones to do what we do in the way that we do it. And they could if they would be willing to take a leap. Because as I said before, anything worth doing requires a leap. (sighs) Yeah, you can tell uh, my pacing is a little bit off here. That's probably thanks to the uh, mango sugar-free tincture shot here. Mm. You know, it is a holiday, technically, right? Uh, Hopefully, that'll make people pretty enjoyable for themselves. On the other side of all of this, I really appreciate people taking the time to hang out, listen, support. Share, comment. I I can't wait until we have some of the interviews uh, done because there's so many amazing stories out there, and people have such great experiences. You listen to their to their origin story. That's that's always awesome, and then. You dig a little bit deeper and you find out some of their experiences, especially if they're in the lifestyle, whatever lifestyle that may be. But um, it's a trip because you make a connection and it allows you also to make a reflection. Are you living your best life? Are you living your life to the fullest? We can't help but compare ourselves. To other people. I mean, man is the measure of all things. So compare and contrast is also a big part of our language. I know this because I spent a lot of time talking to people about it and realizing that other languages and other cultures have sort of different ways of lining these things up for themselves. We're so unique in this position because of our, our history and our place in the world. And uh, it's fraught with negativity and other issues and so on. But on the other hand, there's some incredible things that come out of it. And those are the things that we fight to protect. And we desire to keep as we accelerate forward here into the fifth dimension. And uh, that, that which does not serve us will be left behind or cast aside as it always is. So now is the time to express yourself, to turn your life into a work of art. Let it be your masterpiece. It'll never be completed. It can always be better. It can always always sort of change its theme or idea. But it takes an artist to do that. Are you an artist? I don't mean like, you know, you got some crayons in the paint or whatever else, you know. Do you create? Do you bring something into this world, into this existence that we share, into this dimension that started in your mind as maybe a whisper, maybe an echo, maybe a memory And then it begins to sort of grow, just like an inception, right? What's more viral than an idea? But if it comes from within, and then it begins to take a life of its own and begins to express itself, you begin to release it. You begin to find ways to let it out, to share it. That's what I mean. If you are an artist, you're creative. You might be creative as a mechanic, as far as I know. We know that that is a possibility because of Zen and the art of motorcycle uh, maintenance or mechanics. One of the two. It's been a long time since I read that one. Um, I left that book in Yunnan, China, as a curse because of the ending which I didn't like. But when I think about Zen, and, and I think about my my fellow Japanese friends and family, and some of the traditions about putting in the Zen in everything that you do, again, it's related to the art. I talked to an old friend today, I haven't spoke to in a long time we, you know went to school together blah blah. blah. And uh, he's the, like the hardest working guy I ever known. and he was always the guy that went the extra to take care of his equipment and take care of his tools because that's how he makes his money. And uh, I was always uh, enamored with that and that always stuck with me you know I didn't have a lot of uh, I didn't have a lot of sort of good guidance, I would say. I had a lot of negative feedback growing up, but for those experiences that were positive, uh, that guy being my friend was one of them for sure. And to think of what, what would be his dark desires, <laughs> it's hard to imagine, but I'm sure they're there. But he was an artist. He's an artist as a working stiff. Gets up and grinds every day, solves problems, in a creative way when it has to happen based on experience or moxie or whatever else. And so, yeah, you can be nuts and bolts and you can be an artist. All I'm saying is that what's in your head comes out into your hand. Somehow it becomes out into the world. It's manifestation, right? So are you creative? Can you be creative in your sexuality? Absolutely. It's disheartening that for those young people who are willing to jump on board to the fifth dimension and beyond, who have decided to drop the traditional sort of gender roles and shackles and all that other stuff, I know that they get a lot of shit, but they're actually doing pretty good. They're doing a lot better with it than we did. Um, I mean, I think we had a lot more fun, <laughs> you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll and all that, but uh, the world was a very different place then, so we're lucky that we kind of got the last of the yayas out, out um, compared to the nonsense that's been going on, but I- I'm still happy. I'm still happy that they are willing to take a road less traveled. And it might not be the road that I'd be interested in, but good on them for doing it. Then good on for you if you're doing that. If you're listening to this and thinking, well, this guy's full of shit, uh, that's fine. <laughs> that's your path. On the other hand, some people listen and they think, oh, man, thank God. Somebody just said what I was thinking, and I, 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 wanna, I want it out there. I want people to, to express the same idea that, yeah, I got dark desires. I would like to be dominant. Maybe I'd like to be submissive. Uh, you know, maybe I'd like to, uh, you know, explore. So you got to have those conversations. You got to have a conversation with yourself first, and then with your partner, playmate, or significant other, or future playmates. Does it involve consent? That's important. Granted, these relationships, these games, and so forth, will always be slightly skewed. Someone will be the protagonist, and somebody will be the supporting character. Hopefully you're in a good relationship where you can sort of change those roles around as as needed or as desired. And I know for a lot of people, they get caught in a rut. I know I did. It's kind of a shame, of course, but I think that's the lesson that I had to learn in order to get to this point, to be sitting right here with my mouth <laughs> this close to your ear, uh, holding this thing that looks like a, a, a big black cock in my hand. <laughs> I've always laughed at the microphone with the fucking you know, fuzzy thing on the end of it. And it's been a joke, like I said. I worked in radio for years, and that's you know nothing better to do when somebody comes and sit down for an, sit down for an interview, and you push the mic over like you know right into their mouth, <laughs> and then you then you make a joke about you know how it looks like a, a big black cock. Uh, it's always a great way to to lighten up the interview, uh, you know. Except for that time it was the bishop, but that's okay. <laughs> I figured it was it was probably too big and probably too old for him. That's why he didn't laugh. <laughs> oh, I got a drink of water there. Cracking myself up, getting dry mouth. Mm, you know what that means. Woo-hoo. All right, we're going to wrap it up here. I, I thought I, I had a much more solid handle on this idea of dark desires. And so sometimes it's just an idea that that comes into play, and then we try to express it, and and it doesn't quite stick because it's not fully formulated yet. So I think I need to sit down, I need to write, I need to get it get it sort of stretched out and bring it back up again. But I wanted to give you something today. It's just my way of saying thank you, and it's also my way of saying, I hope I get to see you in the future. Here in the fifth dimension. That's what they're calling it. I don't know if it's true or not. <laughs> so don't, don't take it with a grain of salt. It's just fun to say. Uh, that being said, thank you so much. Sweet dreams. Hopefully I'll be in them. And uh, we'll see you sooner than later. That's the local 666 269 podcast for 420. And again, thanks to Cyberpunk Synthwave Mix from White Bat Audio on YouTube, royalty free music. Let's take a ride. Cheers.